Hello and welcome to the Amanda Perry podcast, a weekly memo from my brain to yours. 20 minute brain slurp to listen to on your commute or run or while you're having a bath because honestly, who has an hour? Definitely not me. So the idea is a little bit from me and then a load from you. Every week I'll be asking for your questions on Instagram and I'll answer them on here giving you a little shout out along the way. <laughs> everyone welcome to series three episode two I guess I'm calling it episode 14 because in my mind I'm just carrying on from last season but that's going to get really confusing isn't it let's call this season season three episode two would you believe I've done like this must be about my 60th podcast or something like that and I still feel like I've no idea what I'm doing I still feel like I'm completely making it up and winging it so for anyone that's thinking about doing a podcast but doesn't quite know what to do that's how you feel the whole time you do it take it from me welcome back thanks for joining me again um what a week again if you're listening to this live we're still going through lockdown and and uh, an element of turmoil in the country and trying to find our, our way through it's january the 14th today i'm recording it if you're listening to it in the future i hope you're having a brilliant time and that we can see people again and hug our families and all of that stuff that we just miss so much. So I hope you're having a really good time at Future Listener. And for those who are listening to it live, I know it's a bit crap. We'll get through it. It'll be fine. We will get through it. We are all in this together, despite some of us being in different positions and I know that everyone's situation is unique to them but it is something we're all going through together. Anyway let's talk about business. So this week I wanted to talk to you about, I put a story on my Instagram a couple of days ago um, talking about something that I've been working on quite a lot last year. So in 2020 I worked with quite a few brands, I did an accelerator towards the end of the year And one of the things that I was doing with a lot of the brands in there was to help them create a service element to go onto their business. The one thing with e-com is that it's great having a product and you can scale it and making sure that your margins are right. You can make some really good money from e-com. But adding that service element onto your business really releases the profit in the business. When you think that a service element is, depending on how you are delivering it, if you've got a team, then you've got costs involved in there. But it's it's going to be a much, much higher margin, even up to kind of 90, 95% margin. It really is your time that you need to consider in it. So a lot of the brands I was working with last year, I was developing this um, kind of service element to add on to their business, not take away from it, but to complement the business that they already have and to add another revenue stream as well. I know I talk a lot about having like three revenue streams and making your business really stable. And this is another revenue stream and and can often be the third thing or or at least the second thing for an econ business, getting you to that that position of real stability so I asked on my Instagram stories if if people were doing this and or had considered it I asked sorry not if they were doing it 
if they considered it. 55% said yes, they considered it. 45% said no, they hadn't considered it. So there's there's a lot of um, uh, kind of nuance in there, isn't there? Some people might have considered it but not done it. Some people might have considered it and would like to. Some people haven't considered it and are just not interested. For those of you who are interested, <laughs> I thought I'd do a bit of a deep dive today on what that could mean for your business and how you could do it really. And I know that a lot of the obstacles are... I guess when people think service business, they think that you either have to be a coach, kind of make it, you know, talking about six figure this, seven figure this, or that you have to be, I guess one of the main misconceptions is I have to be an expert in something. I have to have something to teach, which is really, really true. But a lot of us overlook what it is that we do have to teach. So I just want to take you through a few things today. And I've also got some of the the answers that I had on Instagram that I'll be sharing. And there's some questions in there. So I'll go through those as well. So there's really five main areas that you could look at doing when when we talk about service. And there's there's many more within this, but these are the five main areas. So there's a course, you could run a course. I'm sure all of you have done some kind of course in your Uh, business career or even in in your personal life you know online courses are a brilliant way we're living in this time now where I think over the last few years we've kind of seen this rise of coaches and there's some pretty murky behavior going on in some elements of it but the the genuine coaches and the people who really want to help and have um you know, got their their qualifications, some who don't have qualifications. I I haven't got coaching qualifications. I've helped a lot of businesses grow, you know, on a one-to-one basis. Um, but I think that there's been this real shift of kind of sorting the the wheat from the chaff. Is that the word, phrase? Wheat from the chaff, wheat from the chaff. Let's go with that. Where people have really voted with their their feet, their money, you know, and gone to the people who are really, really delivering value. We're living in a time now where if you want to achieve something, there's someone out there that's already done that and you can pay them directly. You know, we're we're completely shortcutting this whole education process where we're saying, I don't need to sit in a classroom or sit in a, a university lecture room. And you, some academic, tell me the theory of how doing this, how to do this. I'm going to go straight to the person that's done it and pay them to tell me how to do it. And this is where your skills come into it. So, so the first one would be a course. Um, as I say, we've all done a course, pre, usually pre-recorded. There can be a live element to it as well, but something that would be hosted on some kind of platform. There's a a lesson there. There's a value. Uh, We're talking about business courses here as well. Of course, there's personal stuff that you can do, but let's look at the the business side of it. Um, Consultancy. So in some particular businesses, then there'll be an opportunity to do consultancy. Uh, There's some really clever hybrid models out there, and I will go into an example a bit later on. Um, But there's some really clever hybrid models of taking the business that you have and kind of a mixture of done for. So if your business is like a done for you kind of business and you're providing, actually, it could even be that you are a service business. So I'm going to give you an example of a of a branding 
um, designer who there's a branding designer and their their um, services that you would go to them and say I would like to um, have a rebrand for XYZ and they would do that rebrand for you and it would take a certain amount of time and it would cost a certain amount of money they were running a course where which was an eight-week course and the eight weeks they broke down that whole process that they went through so say a rebrand with them was perhaps 10 grand this course was off the top of my head I think it was around two grand maybe two and a half it was an eight-week course and you go through the process with them so for eight weeks week one for example you're collecting a, a mood board of things that inspire you week two you're looking at color palettes week three you're looking at fonts week four you're you know breaking down that process I'm sure branding designers are going to tell me that's not the process but you know working through that process that they would normally do when they take a client on by week eight you have this full research piece and this full um, kind of branding strategy that you've been through together and you've pulled the elements out yourself to hand over to the designer for her to put the pack together and to put the identity together so that's a really good example of a hybrid model that I think is so clever so even if you are currently a service business there's a way of offering this kind of byproduct that is something rather than a one-to-one service that you currently offer it's like a one-to-many service and it can be great for generating revenue you can reach new audiences get new people into into the practice and an element of those people will come on to be clients as well but it's a really good way of adding something else onto the business and I think I'm not just approaching this from, you know, making more money. I think from an econ point of view, it's a great way to to release some of the profit and to start being able to pay yourself more. But also it's it's just really nice when I talk to people about it, it gives them another aspect to the business that they can really get their teeth into and perhaps start looking at building a team to do the everyday bread and butter product stuff. And then they can really focus on this this new kind of exciting thing, which as entrepreneurs, we all love the new shiny thing, don't we? So that's a really good example of a hybrid. And I love that. I go back to that quite often with with clients and with people in in service as something that they can do. I've spoken to some interior designers about it, and I think it works really well with anything where where there's that process that you do and you could break that process down and take people through that. And then ultimately they're doing that research piece for you handing you over the work and you're just tying it up at the end and and giving them that um, brand impact back or you know design piece so that's a really nice idea ebooks again if you aren't someone who wants to record your record a course or show up on camera necessarily or kind of you know if you don't feel like that if you just don't feel like you have the confidence or the inclination to do that ebooks are a, a great way of adding a service element on what we're talking about here is something that is an e-product it's not a physical product there's no manufacturing there's no shipping there's no none of that involved it's a product that you can sell a million times you create once you can sell a million times ebooks are really about having an audience or understanding how to run ads to them but you know you have to kind of make sure that the pricing works but ebooks really are about you having something that you're going to teach and ebooks are a great thing for 
uh, craft businesses or, you know, baking businesses. I used to have one when I had my baking company that was, it was actually a free download. It was actually a bit of a lead magnet for us, but it was, it was, you know, it could have been charged. It was a great, um, it was a great ebook full of really, really good recipes and coaching. So you've got a course consultancy, consultancy. Some people might say is similar to coaching, but there are subtle differences. This hybrid method, this hybrid, um, option that I've been talking about ebooks or e-products, so there could be, you know, downloads or or something like that, cheat sheets and stuff. You can charge for that stuff um, and coaching. So coaching, I would say that if you really want to go into coaching, I would recommend you do get some kind of qualification. I feel like there's a lot of um, awareness coming now around, you know, what can that per does that person really understand how to get the best out of me? And so I would recommend if you are looking into going into coaching seriously, then I would recommend um, a qualification. When I do coaching with clients, it's really about pulling the pulling what I can see are the opportunities out of their business and helping them form ideas and taking that forward. So you could call it coaching, you could call it mentoring. It's a, it's a similar thing, the way that I deliver it. So I really do think with this, there is something for everyone. Even if you hate being on camera, if you, um, even if you think you've got nothing to sell. So I'd really start thinking about your business in terms of what is your, what is it that you're offering people now? Could you teach your skills? So could you teach the skill that you are selling? For example, if you're a, a baker or if you're a, um, any kind of craftsperson, if you're a florist, if you're, could you teach that? Could you make that into, I said earlier, actually, we're talking about business courses, but we're not necessarily. So a florist, for example, or a baker, can you teach people to bake? Can you take perhaps before lockdown you were doing um, classes or workshops can you now get that online and can you take that one step further where you could take it online record the workshop and then resell that workshop or record all of the workshops and sell them as a bundle so there's there's a lot of things that we can do here that can really start eking the profit out of your business without you having to work another 100 hours it takes bit of strategy and it takes a bit of kind of tech know-how and stuff but all of that stuff you can get someone to help you with it's it's really really easy to do this and particularly for those of you who have um, big audiences and have people that really want your product but they don't aren't necessarily nearby or you know for a florist for example they're not they're not near you so they can't physically get your product the benefits definitely so increasing profit margins which means you can pay yourself more which obviously we we would all want um, and adding that other aspect to your business I think it's a really nice way to just add another element onto your business and kind of give you that honeymoon period back of you know that that we all love having when we first start our business I'm going to go through some of the comments and questions I have when I put the stories out so hopefully it can bring this to life for you there'll be some real life examples I won't give the names out because they sent them in in confidence but Great example here, one that I've just mentioned. How would you decide what to offer? We're a florist, not sure what we'd offer. So definitely in that case, I would look at offering, 
I would look at offering um, workshops for sure online. So I know like wreath, I did an online wreath workshop at Christmas. My friend sent me a wreath kit and then, and this is another great idea actually. It doesn't have to be purely service. You can work your product into it. So I'm, I've been working with someone who makes pom-pom kits and they're doing pom-pom classes online, but you also have the option to buy the kit at the same time. So it's a really nice way to boost profits in terms of, you know, the having the service element, but also selling stock at the same time and really getting people to know your brand and fall in love with, with what you do. Lots of people saying they don't know how to approach it. Someone saying would painting and drawing classes work? Definitely. I would I would always take it one step further though. So you're doing the painting and drawing class, but then how can you turn that into something that isn't live and doesn't rely on you being there? We're not talking about ripping people off here. We're not talking about just creating that'll do products. We're talking about creating really, really good products that people are going to come back to you time and time again. So it could be for this person asking about painting and drawing classes that you create, uh, you ha hold regular painting and drawing classes, but then on your website, you have, you know, painting and drawing for beginners. And it could be that you have one really short course or or even just a, an ebook or a, a kind of long document almost, it could be on how to, um, how to draw animals, how to draw people, how to draw landscapes, how to draw has. I don't know what your area is. Please excuse me if it's none of those, but you get the idea. So that kind of thinking about it in terms of what can I offer to, particularly in this case where it's a skill or a craft, what can I offer to the very beginner level? So the people who maybe can't paint or draw yet. So very, very basic. And I and and that would be great as a and we call it an evergreen product. It's something that's just always on, always for sale. And it doesn't include a live element. So it doesn't it doesn't need you to be there to sell it. So adding on um some standalone kind of short courses or ebooks would be a really great great way to extend the value, extend the profit in that for you. Going back to the florist one, sorry, how would you decide what to offer? We're a florist. So yeah, workshops online for definite, as I said about the painting and drawing, making sure that there's something, some kind of afterlife to that. How can you get that online? So perhaps yours could be, you know, how to create hand-tied bouquets, how to create a wreath, how to, you know, could you think of a product that you could kind of own? So we think of wreaths as Christmas things don't we but maybe like a spring wreath or something like that a, a new product that you could bring into the market forgive me if that already exists <laughs> um, a new product that you could bring into market that you could really own and get a real buzz around and people could come and download the course and you're just kind of people call it passive income I I don't believe there's any such thing as passive income we're always putting work into it we should always be putting work into it if we're doing it right um, but people, you'll create it once, you'll go back to it and improve it and update it. And people are coming to buy it all the time. So so there's a few ideas for, for you there. I hope that helps. I don't know what to do. Don't know how to approach it. No time. Don't know where to start. No idea how I could offer a service with my current business. A lot of those kind of things. 
Someone said, I've been toying with a workshop to help people master creating their own experiences. Not quite sure what that means. And I can't really tell from the business that's asked it either. Um, Creating their own experiences. If you know what that means, it sounds like a great idea. If you know what creating your own experience, I don't know in which field you mean. Um, But workshops on that kind of thing are brilliant. I missed that off, actually. Missed that off the list. Workshops are a great one to to go to, particularly if you're testing something out. An hour's workshop is a really good way to test out what people want and what what they need right now. Don't feel like it would ever take off. Need some confidence with it. Yeah, that's definitely a mindset confidence thing um nursery style ah okay so this person said nursery styling packages interior design packages I wouldn't know where to start and don't feel like it would ever take off I need some confidence so the nursery styling packages and interior design packages are a great idea and that's a brilliant way of adding a service onto your business I guess what I'm talking about is this kind of idea of a hands-off product that, that is a service element that increases um, increases profit, which which that would do. So your interior design package would do that. Perhaps you could go back and look at the uh, hybrid model that I was talking about. Maybe you could look at that hybrid model and see if that would work for you. So I think the conclusion here is that from my point of view it's a great thing to do it's it brings um revenue it brings profit into the business it really helps you um own that kind of area of the market become an expert in that area and really help people understand that that's your value i think a lot of people are nervous about it a lot of people don't know where to start so I would say start by if it's something that interests you and you want to make more profit in the business and you have time and the mind space to do this. I know it's a crazy time at the moment, but maybe just start thinking about it and just start thinking about how you could add something in. And what is your skill? What Because everyone has something that they can teach in some way. It doesn't have to be that you need to record an eight-week course or, you know, create this huge ebook. It could just be that you're putting out the odd workshop or you're putting out the odd, you know, kind of cheat sheet and download and stuff like that. And there's a whole other marketing strategy behind this stuff. But I would really start having a think about how you could incorporate this into your business in a way that makes you feel excited. It's really important that this stuff excites you. So thinking about how you can teach people what you do or an element of what you do in a way that feels really good to you and in a way that they that they want, they want to buy it. So maybe start having that conversation with your audience about thinking of planning some workshops let me know which one of these would interest you give it a go just launch it and see how it goes and let me know if you have any questions about this drop me a message on um instagram and i'll i'll do my best to help you i'll do my best to answer maybe it's just a 
case of doing a bit of brainstorming. I know it's it's a different mindset. It's a different way of thinking about it. But I really hope that that helps some of you. I'm really trying to keep these podcasts to 20 minutes. So I won't go on about this anymore. But it's something that I'm pretty passionate about. So I would love you to have start having to think about it and think about how you can start releasing some of that profit out and pay yourselves more money. Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope you have a really good week. Keep your chin up deep breaths we will get through this we will be fine we're going to come out of the other out of it the other end thanks for joining me um if you did enjoy the podcast please do subscribe if you know anyone else that would be really helpful to please do share it with them that would be fantastic and if you really loved it a review would be amazing if you had two minutes it really does uh, really does make a difference so thanks so much for joining me i will speak to you next week have a really good week take care (laughs) 